Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, gate. Let's love. I can't run, but I can't hurt. <laughs> it's me, Kurt. Finish it out, Poodle. We're living in the shadows of death. Shadow of death. Okay. <laughs> that is a kind of an obscure <laughs> track <laughs> off that Celine Dion album. Y'all, but both of us know it backwards and forwards. Um, come at me. I think that album's ten years old now. Oh, it is such a good album, y'all. How fitting that we're we talking about Celine Dion. We knew every track on that album. Oh, how fitting that we're talking about Celine on Pride Weekend. Happy Pride well, Weekend. Pride Weekend in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. Well, but yeah. it is Maybe Pride it Weekend is- because this this was the weekend. Uh, wasn't the twenty sixth Stonewall or was it twenty eighth Stonewall riots? I think maybe it was 26th. So like the last weekend was, and I think this is the same Pride Actual Weekend in New, York, weekend. in New York City, I think too. Uh, so, usually New York is earlier. It is? I think New York's- Oklahoma City's was today and it got rained out. So anyway. <laughs> Sounds fitting for Oklahoma. Yeah. Thunderstorms. What about, what, about, what about Ardmore Pride? When's that? Don't think they have it. <laughs> I worry. I worry. You, you said there's an event called Pecan Pride. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, there is pecan pride. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do that. Oh, this is someone. It, someone. Someone on Twitter said it was in Warica, and then they moved it to Hilton. It said it sounds like Maddie grew up in the in 1955, but it was actually 1995. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's a really accurate assumption. Uh, um, but yes, y'all. That's uh, a great gaze. Reality gaze, y'all. This is happily ever after season six, episode ten, part one. Shadows, Shadows of, of doubt. doubt. Remember when we saw her 
uh, Celine Dion. Yeah. Uh, and she, she played a lot of that album, but remember it was really dark and she just sung something and in the, and in the dark, we, she, she warbled, Whispers in the morning. And Poodle and grabbed <laughs> my arm. And, and my completely, legs his legs gave out. <laughs> and I had to hold him up. And we were in Anaheim, y'all. Anaheim. <laughs> and we got we got decent seats. We were on the floor, but we were still back. Yeah. Um, it was just like <laughs> Orange County people, like old people that love Celine Dion. Especially and there in the front ways. where you were. Yeah. Yeah. And they all just stared at us like we were... <laughs> Like the, lizards coming to life. The gays were over there, but they were in the they were in a little bit of cheaper seats for Anaheim gays. Yeah, for Anaheim. Yeah, y'all. That's we, a tip um, if you're in LA. You often get better seats if you go to if you go to Anaheim. <laughs> anyway, but then you have to go to Anaheim. So you, there's that. There's a Sonic on the way. There's a Sonic all the way, and a lot more chain restaurants. So you can always um, go to a Red Lobster. I know we talk about things like I, someone said. You guys are always talking about Sonic. There's Sonics everywhere. I'm like, not in L.A., bitch. <laughs> not in L. Y'all, we have to drive at least 45 minutes to an hour to get yeah. Sonic. It it'll Google Maps will tell you it's not far away, <laughs> but with yeah. traffic, it is. Yeah, it's. I think the furthest one is probably it's on. It's in Orange County, if and I think I it's, had a lot of money. I would buy. I would buy a Sonic a fran- franchise and it's, put it in you fucking know LA. You know why they're they? But the, we don't have them here because the franchise fees are exorbitant. That's why for Sonic. I no, would, for Los Angeles area. Oh, for Los Angeles. Oh yes, for LA. Yeah, y'all. LA's not good for business people. Yeah, this is uh, this is inside on. baseball. Let's move, move on. on. <laughs> Real quick, hey, we have a big announcement in that, y'all, we mentioned that we are going to start covering Below Deck Mediterranean. We're starting with season Ooh. six. Season six of we're Below Deck. We're, we're becoming, we're dipping our toes in the slutty, slutty Bravo pool. Ahoy, gay tees. Yeah, we already have, uh, we, we've done Southern Charm, and we've done, well, we more than dipped our foot in it. I've kind, of put, I've kind of put my head in it a couple of times and thrown yeah, my head up like Cindy Crawford. She has. Um, below woo, Deck, true Southern, color. Southern Charm, and Summer House. Yeah, that's true. I forget about Summer House. Oh, I want to forget about Summer House, but sadly. It's coming. Summer House. Winter House is coming. S- summer Treat, Winter Charm, or what? what summer <sighs> House, Winter Charm. God, that's a terrible it's title. It's a terrible title. And I just saw an Instagram video where Craig is just filming himself driving and it makes me nervous <laughs> that he's filming while he's driving but he looks so gorgeous he's driving so i'm so i'm into that show so i'm gonna watch it um but so we're doing below deck med y'all that drops that comes out on uh that that if you if you notice you're listening to this podcast right now on sunday night or you're watching it on our intimate portrait on our 15 dollar patreon tier hello everybody i forgot i was being filmed um so did i look interested enough in what you're talking about never <laughs> never someone, someone never just, someone sent me a message that said i love how disinterested you look sometimes when maddie oh, is running always always I actually am interested. My face just kind of goes dead. It's actually not disinterested. I mean, yes, there's some of that. It's more of y'all. The gay DD is real. Poodle is thinking about veneers. I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm about, thinking about something else. He's thinking, is he going to LASIK his asshole? Like he's thinking of other things. Um, and you, those of you who are wondering what I'm drinking that looks slightly green. It's Gatorade. It is a mixture of Gatorade and water. 
because this one had a stomach flu this week and I'm, it's not been not been easy. I'm, I'm actually I'm feeling the best I have today. It's been I've been caretaking for two now. <laughs> so it's been a lot. This is something I was talking about on our Too Hot to Handle, and people have come at me, and I need to talk about it because this is a conspiracy that goes this is, deep. This is when I should when, Y'all, when I say this is going to be a short show. The taste of Gatorade has changed. <clears throat> people said I've thought the same thing too, but I can't find anything about it. This is a conspiracy that that this. Who knows how many people had to die to take this? Anyway. People have said Gatorade is different. Um, uh, also, a lot of people are getting stomach blues because a lot of people are coming back into uh, we're just coming back into the world people. of yeah. And uh, supposedly, a lot of people are going around. Um, didn't have the vomiting kind, just the downstairs kind. Well, on didn't that note, you didn't know that. <laughs> let's get back to my announcement. You interrupted Sorry. with your. But comment me if you're if you think Gatorade has changed or you know anything about it because the flavor is very different. Comment Poodle, I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, what if we expose some massive, massive like we're not corporate wise? We're not Gatorade. Um, okay, so we want to. So below deck is happening, y'all. Below deck I'll comes on up. Monday night, so it's we're. Big news, we're having a big schedule change for right now. From now on, our 90-day shows, part one will drop on Sunday night, and part two is going to drop on on Monday night. So part one is on Sunday night, part two is on Monday night, 11, 11 p.m., that's when we drop them. And then Below Deck Med is going to air. drop on Tuesday night, the day after it airs. So that's going to be the new schedule in our free feed. And then in July, we'll get all fucked because Darcy and... Caribbean love all air on Sunday, <laughs> Monday too, and we'll just figure it out then. Y'all, we're gonna be going we're that. gonna be raw dogging your ears. Raw dogging <laughs> Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday night. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. It's Must Queen TV. <laughs> uh, poodle. Must of Queen. <laughs> must Queen. Speaking of, uh, talk about our charity in the Sissy Squad. Since uh, Pride. This month, it is it is Pride Month. This month, if you're in our, if you're in the Sissy Squad, and if you're not the, our Sissy Squad, you can still donate. Our our we do a monthly charity, um, and and members give, and uh, we usually do too. Um, and all of our merch, all of our merch proceeds that you guys buy, um, or anyone buys, uh, goes directly to this charity for the month. Um, this month, our charity is the Allie Forner, Allie, Allie Forney Forney. Center. I can't speak. Allie, Allie Forney, Forney Center. Center. That uh, it, its main goal is to keep uh, or, or to help uh, LGBTQ plus youths uh, to get out of homelessness and to, keep so them, to teach them the tools uh, to kind of stay out of or st- to, to, st- to stay out of being homelessness. And if you're not in a Facebook group, you can always donate to them. Someone did that just the other day. So yeah. that's all that's about. What else? Do we have another oh, announcement? Y'all, we, we have another episode of Foodie Call coming out. We've done um, two. We've done two. And the next episode we're going to do is Lauren and Alexi's what they call family-friendly meal. <laughs> we're hoping it'll come out uh, the, the end of this week. But we'll see. I'm going to jazz gonna it up. So your boy is going to jazz it up with a little something because – I don't know if you saw it. No, no shit. No tea. No shade. But I love a good roast chicken. That chicken that they made was sad. <laughs> it looked sad. 
So I'm going to, I'm going to zhuzh this roast chicken up and maybe make some Israeli salad. Remember, we're not the food network. Also, (laughs) neither of them really know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. (laughs) They order out every night or they make boneless, skinless chicken breasts. I'm all for you zhuzhing and I'll be honest. (laughs) Yeah. It would, the chicken looked like it was, it'd been cooked, but it just looked mildly angry. (laughs) Okay, Pride Month. You stuffed that cock with something exciting. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Is that it for announcements? Uh, I love it how I wrote all these down. You keep asking me if that is. I don't, you wrote them down. I don't remember them now. Um, yes. We've done show schedule below that. Yes, we're done. Oh, my God. That's 10 minutes, minutes, y'all. made it. And I went off about Gatorade. (laughs) For five of it. (laughs) What? The taste has changed and y'all know it. Let's talk about something that also makes all of us sick to our stomach, Ronald and <laughs> Tiffany. Oh, Tiffany. Oh, the next uh, installment of Oh, Tiffany. Oh, Tiffany. Um, uh, oh, I, Tiffany. Oh, I, Tiffany. I've also wrote down, as we continue to actively watch this speeding train towards, uh, towards where the track wow. is out over the trestle, that's what it feels like to me. This is just heading towards down, disaster. I wrote down. I, I thought. I thought I wanted to say on the show, y'all. This is what the disintegration of a relationship looks like. Oh, isn't it awful? It, it is, but it's also kind of riveting because we've we've all been either in similar circumstances yeah. or, and it's just. But we see the crumbling of it, and it's she different. Put her father's. You know, they don't follow each other on social media, but then she she made a Father's Day post about him. And it's different than Mike and Natalie, who's also crumbling. But, but I still think that relationship was kind of fake uh, anyway. It I was think less and less. I think she's just that Looney Tunes. Um, well, and he's just so fucking awful. He's horrible. Uh, but yeah, so y'all, she's in South Africa. and um, <laughs> South Africa. And she's in, yeah, that's what I said. And she, you South know, Africa. she's, now, the thing is. South Africa, she, man. She's there. Yeah, South Africa, man. They say man after everything. They do. Sinjin does that, too. She already is starting on Ronald because she says Ronald has six fucking eggs and some hot salt. Hot, hot sauce. sauce. <laughs> he doesn't even have salt because there's nothing in the fridge. And. She walks into, you know, because y'all, Ronald, last minute decided, my boy, I'm going to make him a room in the garage. And so he painted everything. But then and the, he painted the floor, obviously. And he didn't want them to walk in on the wet floor, so he put cardboard down, but he forgot to take it up. <laughs> so now the cardboard, guys, do y'all know how hard that is to oh, get cardboard off a painted My boy, cement keep board? going, my boy. It, so Ronald and... Um, Daniel. Daniel, thank you. Are taking cardboard off the floor. And Tiffany's saying, yeah, don't you think it would have been good if, I don't know, you went and got groceries and less expensive instead of putting together a whole room? Now, I want to say both of them, this is interesting because I was thinking the whole, both these couples we just mentioned, Mike and Natalie, neither one of them, and this is not really about language, this is about a language and how they are understanding one another. Neither mm-hmm. one of them, just metaphorically, one is speaking Greek and the other is speaking Swahili yes. or something. Mm-hmm. They are not even close to understanding. This is not even love language or anything. This is this is pr- like just communication one hundred and one. Yeah. Neither one of them is validating anything the other is doing. That is very and true. I wrote that too. One will. One will, and that's the thing. I think Tiffany 
thinks she has validated Ronald, and she thinks, but she talks si- at him. Tiffany's superpower is shaming. Yep, that that's <laughs> she's what I wrote. really good at it. And and what everything that she's saying here, it's not that she's wrong. It's not no. that she's not justified. No. It's so, it's but it's partially it's, part of the way she says it. And y'all, she is dating or she is married to someone from a very masculine culture yep. and she is emasculating him yep. over and over yeah and, and like, he's a mama's boy and ronald, he's a ridiculous yes, mama's boy ronald probably feels like she's literally just ripping his balls off repeatedly yeah and chewing them up and also it's all it's almost always in front of daniel do you notice that it's so gross god it's not going to um, be good. You so, didn't like it when I said Daniel's going to be pole dancing one day, but I still stand <laughs> by it. Um, <clears throat> so bar gay bar. I don't know where. They don't have any groceries. And and so she's basically saying, well, you spent all the money. And, and instead, of, instead of phrasing this of, I'm so glad you got, you made Daniel a room. And um and and then inst- and the, but in the same breath saying but spent all the money on groceries that you should have made a room it's kind of like everything <sighs> he did do good he's going to get no credit for it she's and, not validating yeah she's not and getting, yeah and y'all let's be let's keep it real Ronald is an is an like a ridiculous misogynistic man baby he and uh, I was gonna say he's a man I wanted to say that. Y'all, we're not saying that every father should get patted on the back and be like, oh, my God, you're parenting. Because it is true. Women just do this with no fucking thanks right. all the time as mothers. So we're not saying that. I'm it's, just, it's you're, how I think she, you're saying – It's how you she communicates with him. Well, if you want to understand Ronald and where he's coming from, yeah. you're going to have to validate and thank him for those to yes. get what you want. Because he's a spoiled child. Because he's a spoiled child. And – and both Tiffany and Ronald feel like they both, again, feel right. They both yep. feel justified. And it's so I'm not going to put my I'm not going to try to put myself in your shoes and talk to you on your perspective because you should just understand mine. <laughs> two martyrs don't belong in a relationship. Can't no, have that's two. well said. Can't have well two. You, you, only, you can only have one. Oh, uh, you, you, they're both martyrs. They're both. They, they both love playing the victim. Uh, Tiffany took great acclaim. To, to, and, she does love. Yes. And the thing is, you guys, she's almost always right. But it's the way it's said, and it's the it's the it's the na 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 way that she kind of lords it over him. That makes Ronald and she knows it pushes Ronald's buttons and she does know. And let's just be honest. She's way more intelligent than Ronald. Totally. And so Ronald feels that he feels stupid all the time. I have, I have, (laughs) there are very few people of the nine day universe who I have less respect for than Ronald. (laughs) Uh, I agree. He's Uh, so awful. But if you look at the difference of like Kalani and Asuelu and like what's happening in their relationship, he is, I think Kalani is the brains of that relationship as well. She has learned, though. How to talk to, to him. How to talk to him, and which has in turn helped him learn how to talk to her. Right. And none of this Neither is. Neither of them are trying. Well, 
there's no offie in this. They don't have their safe word is <laughs> you fucked up in this relationship. Um, there's no fire word. There's no fire. It's just cold, cold dead. And so it's just that blue paint burning yeah. my retinas. About- oh, it's horrible. And okay. even Ronald, when they're they're cleaning up the paint, and she's like, <clears throat> "Pardon me, Tiffany says, well." Well, I'm here, so now we can go buy groceries. And Ronald's like, it's not a big deal. And then he says to Daniel, let's go, my boy. Let's and go let's prove, prove a point. point. Let's oh, prove a right point. Right in front of him. It's and like almost like he's trying to gang up. Y'all, the, the layers of relationship, like sludge for them is just disgusting. I do want to say one more thing about this color of room. Uh, I refer to it as offensive. <laughs> And it also makes me fear for my safety that I'm afraid it's going to jump out and like accuse me of like cheating on someone and like, well, uh, like so, assault me. <laughs> it's so glossy. It looks like a sex dungeon. It, the it looks room like they got looks high like someone's gloss, murdered in there. Yes. The high gloss paint. So that way you can clean up the jizz or the blood <laughs> or both. Look at the blood splatters. I, it, it freaks me out. It's not a nice color room. So, um, so they decide they go to the market and she's kind of there's like this. Oh, Tiffany's in a new place. She's freaking out at meat market and all that kind of stuff. No, and it's also weird. She's like, who likes mushrooms? Lots of people. And so, again, <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Like, shame, 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 shame. Like addict behavior, Ronald is like, so let's get this. Let's get this. Yeah. Oh, let's get all. He is buying everything and anything in the store because now he wants to overcompensate and get all this and food make for them his stay. family and make them stay. And guess what? They go to check out and he's short $300. Shocker. Didn't wonder, see that coming. Wonder how much that room cost to build. I bet you it cost about $300. <laughs> And extra cardboard because it's stuck on the floor. Yes. Um, uh, during, I think they tried to add in some moments of funny, of Tiffany talking about Poloni being yeah, pink Poloni. Wasn't, wasn't funny. She just sounded dumb. She sounded like an entitled American who doesn't understand she any She sounded food. really judgmental. Yeah. It made her sound just with everything else. And so they're standing in line and Tiffany says to him in the grocery line, well, you don't have $300. Don't you think the room wasn't as important now? Oh. And Ronald's kind of like, maybe. like again, In front, in front of, of everyone. In front of everyone. And she says, wow, my first day in South Africa, and Ronald can't already pay for the groceries. Already. The thing is, I, I'm starting to have no sympathy for her when she talks. Well, I, it's, it's out. My sympathy is out. Because... He has told her who he she has shown was her so many times. My Angela said that people show you <laughs> when they show you who they are, believe them. She has not believed at all. And he has no. shown you from day one. And she's still shocked time. by it. She's still I think too, <clears throat> Tiffany gets off on Yes. I think Say Tiffany, that again. Keep going. Tiff- this is important. She's insecure and has doubts about herself. She gets off on being right and being an authority. Yeah. Now, I don't think that, I don't mean that in an asshole way. I just think that like, like, well, think about what she's doing first. She likes doing makeup tutorials. She likes being a makeup expert. She likes, Tiffany wants to be the smartest person in the room. (coughs) And that's fine. Some people want that. But when you get with someone like Ronald, 
It's not a good combination because <laughs> you're always going to be the smartest person. You're always the, the smartest person. But Ronald, Ronald is a dangerous person. I don't mean like dangerous, like murder, but I just mean I, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm scared of him. I'm Ronald you. is a dangerous personality because he's somebody who is not intelligent but thinks they are. Yep. I'm. And, there's something about him that would if I I'm I'm so I'm always worried that he's going to like reach out and swatter. There's just something about him. And uh, no, I think he's got a. He has a lot of pent up anger, and yeah, I think oof. I think that probably Ronald has a <clears throat> lot of. It's interesting with some people that are mama's boys. There can be like you're very comfortable with women, but then some mama's boys also can have hate a, women have a resentment of women yep. because if they had a strong mother figure, sometimes that mother figure. Um, really dictated a lot of their life, yeah, and and they resent that. Um, yep. And I think Ronald could be more of that. I think probably he is married to someone that is similar to his mother. Totally, hundred percent. And he doesn't mind that person as a mother, but he can't stand that person as a wife. Boy, it all went back to Freud, didn't it? It all, it, <laughs> it's not, but really does a lot of it goes back to Freud. Um, Yes, yeah, so she's like shame. They get home, they're putting the groceries away, and that's she's when, she's tired. There's so much meat. They're, they do love their meat there. Like you got to make the braai. Got to have your yeah. barbecue. Um, I didn't see any supplies for chakalaka and pop. No, and that so I, that I made, but there was a braai relish that he bought. So basically. <laughs> Ronald bought chakalaka in a can. He did. He did. <laughs> it was and, tomatoes. And, and she's like, can't we just make this? And again, <clears throat> that's his food. Just say, okay, great. Like there's yeah. some things you don't need to have an opinion about. We don't need to know what you think about everything, Tiffany. Yeah. Uh, so, and he's like, he's like, I don't, you're going to cook this? I don't know how to cook a chicken. She's like, well, what do you make for, um, what do you make for like holidays? She's like, I never make a chicken. I don't make a turkey. Um, so I wrote down, this is interesting. I said, these are kids trying to play grown up adults. Yeah, that is very true. That is very true. Uh, and it it hit me. And I mean, that's That's one of the problems. Remember, Tiffany's 28 years old. Yeah. And she's got, and and yes, Ronald's what, 30 maybe? And she's parented a child and she's been a a great mother, but that doesn't mean that there's parts of you that are emotionally immature. Yeah. They, they don't, they don't know what they're doing. Because this is her first, this is her, this is, uh, this is her big relationship. This yes. is the father of her child. Um, and, and Ronald, I didn't have sympathy for him, but again, just because maybe I see what he, he is, tr- he actually is, tr- he is trying to put up the groceries and like a little boy wanting to make mommy happy. Yeah. Boy, it really is a mommy thing. He's trying I, to, totally, he's trying to put up the groceries as best as he can and be the best boy that he can be. So Tiffany will be happy. Yes. He's trying to clean the kitchen and be the best boy that he can be. Because again, Tiffany married a child, not an adult, but Tiffany is still not letting up on him. She's out there saying, I need to sleep. Come, I need uh, to sleep. I'm so, and I get it. She's tired. And, and he said, come get, come get Carly. And he's like, she said, I need help. Now, when a mom says to you, I need help. You drop your shit. You drop your shit and do he does, it. Ronald doesn't understand that. But, but it's again, goes back <clears throat> to communication that Tiffany, and maybe she has, and we just haven't seen it in the edit. I don't see a lot 
this is just the deal, y'all. And I think sometimes if you're in a relationship and you love and you decide you want to be with this person, if you decide you want to be with them and you want to make it work, if there's someone that's not going to take the initiative, then it's just your job in the relationship to teach them how and to yeah. teach them what you need. And I'm not saying you should do that, but if you decide to be in the see the relationship for what it is, instead right. of she's expecting Ronald to read her mind and know how to help her <laughs> and to change. Ronald does not know how. You have to tell him he's like not in a, he's not capable. Like teaching a kid a sport, you need to say, Ronald, I need you to help me. And what like, I need from that, like Kalani did with Asuelu. Yes, I need you to help me by when I ask for help, can you do this and this and this? And it's it's exhausting because she's been doing it by herself and she's angry right. about that and she doesn't want to say that in this moment, but she's basically putting out two years of frustration of him not doing anything all in this. Yeah. It's it's so interesting because using the model of Kalani and Asuelu as as like uh it's just an example um it's like how to do it right how to do it wrong at least right. how Kalania Swaley's doing now right and it's 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 especially with a man uh, both 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 and Ronald weren't taught to have emotional intelligence mm-hmm. they weren't taught how to relate to that mm-hmm. they were only taught to this is how I deal in relationships. I don't need mm-hmm. to be emotionally available. I don't really need to do anything for my wife because uh-huh. she has her role. No critical thinking. Right. It is just, I do this and my wife won't quote unquote challenge me or definitely she won't boss me around. Yes. And for for Ronald, this was something exciting because never I encountered a woman like this before. Mm. Yeah, that's and, true. And... <clears throat> And, uh, but it's, I, I still say these are kids playing adults. Yeah. <laughs> they are. And, and again, it's like that whole thing, halt, if you're, <coughs> bless you, if you're halt, if you're hungry, angry, lonely, tired, Tiffany right. is all of these things. Even though she's with Ronald, y'all, she's lonely. So she's trying to say, I just want to, I just need to sleep. I'm tired. And he says, what well, sounds like you. He says, well, it sounds like you're wanting to argue. Meanwhile, Carly is having a meltdown, and she's like, Ronald, I need a break. I, this is all I can do in the moment. And I think she's just, she's saying, I've been doing this all the time. And I think she, I think she thought when she first got there that Ronald would be kind of like over-accommodating. Or she <laughs> hoped he would be like, you know, just like, hey, honey, you just had a long flight. Put your feet up. Let me take care. She expected Ronald, but she never told him this. She expected Ronald to work his ass off for two or three days when she got there. I don't know. Here's I'm it's gonna, gonna happen if you don't forward. Tell I don't know if she's expecting it, but she can't wait to take him down when he doesn't do it and shame him into doing it. Oh, again, it, yes, that goes into being right thing. For instance, like when Ronald gives his child a plastic bag to play with. I screamed out. Here, play with this. Um <laughs> In Tiffany's defense, that's like one of y'all. The fear of God in me was put into plastic bags when I was like eight years old. Yeah, my mother, my mother would say, um, "Be careful with that. You'll suffocate yourself." Oh, not Um, Ronald. Here, here's a knife and a plastic bag. Have fun. So. Take this sharp pair of scissors. I did laugh when Tiffany's trying to do everything and Ronald's like, I can't come in there. I'm mopping. 
And I went, I'm mopping. Ooh, you're mopping. Oh, the you're floor so, was wet. The floor was wet. You're so busy. And again, <clears throat> they, it's she's passive aggressively guilting him. And again, the thing is, too, I think a lot of this comes from. Uh, maybe I've said this before about Tiffany. I think I have, but she's, she's. I want to ask you actually, instead of just saying my opinion, who do you think Tiffany is more mad at, Ronald or herself? Uh, Ronald is the foil for everything, so she's very mad at herself. But she's never, she's never going to actively with 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 someone else there she's she's going to she's going to direct her anger to whoever whoever else is there that's what i think too i think it's that i think she's mad at ronald but i think ronald's getting so much of it and feeling that because oh yeah while tiffany is like what the fuck did i do i'm so oh, yeah. fucking she's stupid she's got so much regret she probably says i'm such an idiot and i just want to we all make dumb decisions you know yeah. poodle can't go to nevada <laughs> for 2 years <laughs> We do think, but that's okay. Yeah. Legal legal issues. Won't be State doing laws. a show won't be doing a show in Las Vegas, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Or bet. Yeah. Statue of limitations runs out two years though, so we're we're good. We'll be good after that. <clears throat> um so he he also says they're talking about his her uh, uh Carly's diapers. He's kinda of, they kinda of sit on the couch and they're having a chat. And having a chit. Uh and he's like uh, she even says, how do you think you're being supported? This seems like a good tactic. Not However, it's going to go really wrong. <laughs> it's like a panther who's just watching you with their tw- tail twitching. <clears throat> right. It's more argumentative than support- supportive. So, A better way to he- say that maybe be when you're being supportive – what is that for you? Right. How does that feel like for you? What do you do? And that's when I said, ne- "No one, no one speaks. You're you're speaking. You're speaking Dutch. He's speaking Kurdish." And then it's like changing a diaper. He's like, "Nope, not. I don't change poopy diapers." And uh, I went, <clears throat> "What? This is? Did you hear his explanation? This is so interesting. And this this is so like." Hyper culturally and misogynistic. When he says, I go ahead, but if it I'm... was a boy, it would be different because I can't clean it the way you do because I don't understand vaginas. I think this, I or girls' bodies, it, it, it grossed me out that he said that. But as Americans watching this, I'm glad he said it because you've brought this up a lot about how hyper masculine this culture is and how it seeps into everything that they do yeah don't deal that's what misogyny does it misogyny it's it's so it runs our society and it runs the world in so many ways and when he said that though because you're more familiar with south african culture than me and so i always believed you just a little bit but i always believed you when you said that i knew a little bit but when he said that i went Whoa, this gave me just a deeper understanding of how Tiffany is the completely wrong woman for him. Oh, to be could with. not be worse. Yeah. Could but not you know, be that's, worse. It's strange. People tend to people tend to meet the worst people that they should be in relationships with them and fall into them quickly. Oh um, yes, it is not one thing I was going to say about misogyny and because uh, Tiffany feels important. Tiffany feels Tiffany feels validated. Yeah, they both feel validated by being together. Ronald but, feels validated <laughs> because Ronald Ronald feels like he's a piece of shit, and it feels 
normal for him to feel like shit about himself. Yeah. It actually feels weird for him to feel good about it. Whereas Tiffany. That's very true. That's like a lot of, I know a lot of clients that I had that were gay and they would come <clears throat> out and like they would have sex and they would be dating and they felt it, it felt so dysregulating to them because they used to, we used to being in the closet, hiding and feeling secret, gross about it, feeling gross <laughs> about it. That was the normal feeling was to right. feel like shit. I, Whereas Tiffany say, gets validate. I just want to say, whereas Tiffany gets, she feels like shit about herself for making dumb decisions, but she gets the validation from having somebody that she can be smarter than yeah. and tell what to do. Um, I want to, want to say about uh, Dutch culture, well, mostly Dutch colonial culture, um, because the Dutch, y'all, they colonized like the worst of them. Um, <laughs> the worst. There's like the, the the French and the Portuguese were really bad, um, and, and the British and the Spanish were horrendous. The Dutch are at a different level of colonizers, um, really. And and colonialism is so close to misogyny, you guys. It's so close. That's it true. Comes from the same impulse. Um, so when you say the Dutch were worse colonizers. Without getting on a twenty-minute poodle soapbox, <laughs> the Dutch were the main. Uh, the, the there were a lot of countries that colonized Africa, obviously, but mm-hmm. especially Southern Africa. The Dutch were mostly, which is why you see that Boer culture, B O E R culture, and that's what of what Ronald is represented. That's why they often have like Ronald has a Dutch last name. Um, mm. That's where a lot of that's why South African. Uh, you hear the way South African accent is English with a, a strong Dutch inflection. Oh, uh, okay. That's where it comes from. And also kind of African roots, and it's, it's very complicated. But, um, but it's, it's all leftover Dutch colonial shit. And that's why a little thing called apartheid, uh, you know, it, it, I'm telling you, it, if, if, if you want to do any, any kind of reading about Dutch colonialism in Southern Africa – it will absolutely curl every hair on your head. Um, so mm. I encourage you. I'm not going to go into it here, but I encourage that reading. <sighs> That's why it's still the, the, the culture there, even though, quote unquote, apartheid is gone. That's what, as they say, it's not. It's still there. And those things matter because that influences how Ronald behaves in the world. Exactly. And yes. Tiffany doesn't... Um, that's why it's very important, y'all. If you're traveling or you're going the other way, learn about that person's country and that culture because it's gonna and it's gonna help you. Yeah, don't know, or just tell <laughs> Poodle. Let Poodle tell you. Um, so I'll sit there and talk at you for about twenty minutes. So they kind of go outside. Tiffany's like, "I need a break." They go outside and they're fighting. Tiffany Ronald finally comes out and he says. What do you want? She's like, help me for real, for real, for real. But again, <laughs> like you, you really said it. They are teenagers in an adult yeah. relationship. She she does not he she does not figure it out, and I don't. He'll never understand her. She has to think outside the box in a way to talk to him. She does, and he, Ronald's like, well, if I don't make it enjoyable, you're not going to stay for the holidays. And she's like, well, I never said that. And he said, I got it. I got the kids. I've got everything. I'll take care of it all, my fucking self. And then I'll do it Ronald, all. Ronald says it's like she's holding a carrot 
in front of the donkey and she wants me to just go wherever That's exactly she what she's wanting. And that but I don't think that's true. I think that's a misogynist statement. I think I, that's I agree. Because I agree. honestly y'all, the kids are your fucking carrot. When you have kids, you go and do where your what your kids are doing and you and like that's what she's doing and he's not at all. That's the lens that he's seeing it through though. Yes, um, that misogyny that this woman is telling me I need to go here and here and here. Exactly. Where Tiffany is not seeing it that way at all. She's seeing my kids what shift you their, should do. My kids shit their diaper and is trying to rub it on the floor. I need to go there and take care of the kid. My and son she's, Daniel needs this. He's hard trouble with homework da, 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 da. Ronald doesn't see it that way at all and she's approaching it as if these are two people from America who are going to raise their children together with equal not partnerships yeah. also I think Tiffany wants <clears throat> to be a good mom because she doesn't care how it makes her look she just wants to be a good parent for her children Ronald wants to be a good father to get Tiffany's love and approval Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Yes, I think he loves Daniel. And I, I think, think he, he loves, loves his, both kids I as much he lo- as he can. As much, but it's just a different way. I think he loves his kids, <clears throat> but I think it's not a selfless love. He does it. He he tries to be. If he didn't care how he was perceived and looked at as a father, he wouldn't have built the room. No, that's true. Um, it's interesting because he says he's trying to make her understand. Um, if uh, if you didn't, oh, if he said, um, I, what, what do I write down? I'm, when I, whenever I'm have to write a lot, I'm like the last little bit is hard to understand. Oh no! <laughs> it's oh, I said it's not uh, in a in a lot of ways. What Tiffany is doing is not fair to Ronald, but no. none none of this is really fair to anybody. Yeah. Um, it's the situation that they're in um, because Tiffany is threatening to leave at any time if ronald doesn't play by the rules and she's trying to she's trying to create some kind of achievement spectrum yes and that's never going to work for ronald um it's not really fair to do it to anyone really Mm -hmm. to threaten to leave at any time Mm -hmm. um and it's also trying it's also because in that way she controls the power dynamic because she can leave she can take his kids She's wrapped in anger and Ronald's wrapped in hurt to, yeah. for them to see any reality it's, in this. It really is, y'all. This they is the have... Titanic of the relationships <laughs> and they just hit the iceberg. Somehow they have surpassed Mike and Natalie. Uh, uh, well, Mike and Natalie is just ridiculousness and it doesn't and it doesn't make sense. And they're both on like she's on planet Pluto and he's on right. Mars. These are two people that and tiffany is who do a really, really love each other who do really I love think, each yeah. other and tiffany is and both really love their children mm-hmm. and th- these are the two sparrows in the hurricane that didn't get through the hurricane <laughs> it flooded and it kind of beat the shit out of them and in a sandstorm <laughs> not gonna go well uh didn't go yeah. good didn't go good y'all we're gonna take a commercial break oh. and when we get right back we're gonna be talking about Andre and Libby and the and RV holiday. and the <laughs> RV ride from hell. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but 
that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. 
It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. And we're driving down the highway. <laughs> I'm going to kill my fucking sister-in-law. <laughs> Don't turn back, because I don't want to go to, because I don't want to go to Maryland. Maryland. <laughs> um, so, uh, I just saw the Instagram meme of that whole, wow, you can really dance. And then the other person says, wow, you can really dance. You've seen that, right? No. You're kidding me. <laughs> I, I'm not up on my memes sometimes. You're kidding me. That's like that's like somebody saying You can really dance. That's how I felt when people were said, Oh, what color is the shirt? Gray or green? I'm like, what the fuck no, are the people dress, talk- the dress. The dress. Like, Blue like, or gray. And I'm like, what the fuck are people? I was the last person, so I can't shame you too much. But this you, is like the, everywhere. You, you don't know most things in life. <laughs> but you usually are more plugged into this, but they just did a meme of that. They did it. Basically, it's a song and everybody acts it out. 
You can really dance. It's a song of a guy saying, wow, you can really dance. And then someone says, wow, you can really dance. Y'all send your memes that you made to Poodle. And then he went, bum, bum, bum. She went, bum, bum, bum. They said they both get started. Let's get to it. Something's on the dance. And that's it. Uh, It looks like it is uh, Coincidance. I'm trying yeah. to watch it. Now I'm having to watch it. Y'all, this is, we don't have time for you to watch. I just was going to say he's shirtless in the meme and he's hot and he's dancing. Uh, you can really, this says. You know, this is better. Oh my God. Please. This is, well, I'm, this is like watching paint dry. <laughs> is this it? No, you're listening to the song, not the meme. You don't put down the phone. You're making me angry. Just Stop it. I'll send it to you. <sighs> oh, okay. Now it says, okay. It's just so, people recreating part of the song. Oh, wonder why. The, why why, did, it, why I, did it take off? We have to keep going. I've got to go feed my father barbecue, and he'll try <laughs> to go by himself. I don't have time for this. <laughs> All right. God. I think we sound like the oldest people alive. But I'm like, let me see if I can Google this. Y'all, They're I know you me made an ad for a truck. Don't send them to reality gates. I've seen them. No. Send them to Jake it or fake it. I will look at send it. Send them all to Jake it or fake it, and then he'll learn. So, y'all, Becky finally comes out of the RV, and like <clears throat> Becky is kind of like, I don't want to agree with Becky, but she kind of says, bottom line. You said that you're not being shady, and I'm in the back hearing you talk about shady shit in front of me. And I'm like, oh, that's kind I mean, it's not shady, but you are right. What she objected to was basically she was trying to yell at her dad for talking about, for saying those people don't want to hear them doing that. So that's what activated her. But she was then she started yelling at Andre because mostly because he started yelling at her. Um, yep. This is such a stupid, stupid fight. Um, this I'm all not comes from, get, yeah, I don't want to go like he <clears throat> said this she, because they're just well, yelling over one another. It, it's interesting what she said. She said, I'm, tr- you're, uh, I'm done with you trying to milk my dad. And then for some reason, my eyes flash to someone trying to milk Chuck <laughs> like a cow. Like actually milking, milking Chuck's udders. <laughs> um, and he's just sitting there looking nonplussed. Um, so she says, "Why when I this is the th- this is when she gives away the game, y'all." She said, "Well, when I started working with my dad mm-hmm, a couple mm-hmm, years mm-hmm. ago, I had lots of ideas too, but he didn't entertain any of them." And I went, oh, so this is just a projection of your resentment exactly. towards your father. That's okay, when I was, got it. Got it. And I was, We're I clear. Was like, okay, I kind of see why you feel shady. Oh, this has nothing to, has do, with nothing to do with Andre. Or what Andre's it's doing. It has nothing to do with you and your dad. Everything. And y'all, and we we talked about that on the boat yeah. episode. We talked, this is all about Libby being the favorite, y'all, yeah. and these girls feeling, women feeling slighted. Yeah. That's it. Um, it's so, a sibling rivalry. That's all this is. And unfortunately, a very loud, aggressive Moldovan is there to always start fires. I mean, Andre is—he is the worst mediator communicator. I'll say, he will never. He will. He. She's right. Later on, we'll talk about this too. Andre will never admit when he's wrong. 
because Never. that is seeming weak to him. Never. I, I say this all the time that uh, we think he's hot. We would totally. Andre is the last person I'd be in a relationship with, y'all. Oh, I'd fuck him in a he's, second. I'd marry him never. He's the worst partner. He's awful. He's arrogant. Everything he's about arrogant. him. He's arrogant. He's, he's not selfish. He's self-involved. Yeah. No, it's... Like, I, I, think he's a good, I think he's a good parent. He seems to be a very good dad and cares about his kid. Yeah. But he's, he's not... An a, he's an he's asshole. He's an asshole. He's an arrogant asshole. I think um, he's a... I think the difference is I think Andre has like a good heart. Yeah. I think he means well, whereas someone like Ronald is just gross and just wants to control. Yeah. That's not Andre. Andre means well, but it's just, y'all, this would take I think at least sixteen years of of psychotherapy five days a week to get Andre to admit he's wrong. He's uh, yeah. that it's that kind of ain't gonna yeah. happen. But you know what? He fucks like a Greek Ooh. god, and Libby comes back for and it. And I have no problem separating those two two things. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, people are always thinking there was a there was a BuzzFeed, maybe it was BuzzFeed, like of all the ninety day villains, and they had Andre as number one. I was like, you know, I could see how people see him as a villain. He's not number one. No, Come on. no, no, no. We've we've seen a lot worse. Mark, oh, Mark. Mark was on that list, but he was like number at the very top. No. Um uh and like it's just Andre is more popular. L- Larissa was on that list and I was like kind of. Well, I, we haven't seen I can see that. We haven't seen Larissa and Colton season yeah. and she was from our understanding she was quite a, quite volatile yeah, but, yeah, that those, season. Come come at us. Tell us who your real villains are. Um because we have we haven't seen all the seasons but you know, besides, Mother Debbie besides wasn't he, on that she, list. She was. She was on that okay, list. Okay, good. And Colt was on the list. Um, I just saw an episode of Hee Haw Darcy the other was day. on the list, and I was like, what the what? fuck? This yeah. list is, who wrote this? <laughs> I want to I want to come at some this ridiculous list. ridiculous BuzzFeed X-Lineal or Zillennial. Some idiot at BuzzFeed has it's their like head 24. up their ass. Doesn't know 90 <laughs> days from fucking... Dawson yeah, was on, and Jesse, Jesse, of course, was on the list. Yeah, uh, horrible. But, uh, but yeah, Darcy, the, how dare you? How dare else. you? Um, they even had like he loves love. How could a villain love love? They had Anfisa on the list, who we haven't seen yet. We haven't seen um, her, but uh, yeah, it was like, and but people were people people were people were commenting like, how this this should have been number one. And, uh, and, uh, anyway. Well, so, Andre gets back on the bus, y'all, and he's like, I can't This is a holiday. 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 <laughs> and so they end up arriving at this Airbnb in North Carolina, and they're all getting off the thing, and, and, and basically they're all like, oh, what a horrible day, a horrible day. Let's just go to bed, and tomorrow will be tomorrow better. Tomorrow we better cut to, and we do, wake up screaming. Lib. <laughs> <laughs> Live the no, and they're the like, yeah. uh, and so we're like, what the fuck is going on? Ellie was uh, obviously Andre had to take up as he said, I just took the piss. Andre went to the bathroom and he said, Well, I thought one of the uh, the other members of, of the family who's Again, there would, he watch, would watch her, yeah. 
And, you know, basically, well, let's just say Ellie was climbing up the stairs and she was halfway up the stairs and Libby saw her and she was about to fall back on the stairs. And, and she did and kind Libby of fall back. Her. And she bumped her head a little bit. She's fine, but she was crying. She was scared. Libby's freaking out. And this is not great for Andre. Andre in his head is going, fuck. Yeah. My wife is the only person who's on my side. And now, surely she won't throw me under the bus in front of her sisters. Oh, she does. Don't yep, worry. Yep. Yep. Well, yep, yep. honestly, and that that is, she was acting out of fear. And so, and she, it was hard for her to watch her kid do that. But I think his ex, his excuse of saying everyone was around, someone would have watched. And I'm like, then just say, I'm going to the bathroom. Can you watch Ellie for a yeah, second? Yeah, granted, I know you're literally in the home alone house right now with everybody, <laughs> but it's, but I, you shouldn't just expect people to yeah. watch your kid. I, I will say um, we all fuck up occasionally, and there were there's a lot of people around, and it's it's just unfortunate that it had to be in front of her family and on cameras. What Andre is going through to quote Brene Brown, but because I've never seen him this upset, probably yeah, he was like, "Y'all, Andre's in a shame cycle. Mm-hmm. He feels shamed uh, that he wasn't there for his kid. He feels vulnerable. He feels scared, yeah. and instead he does of being, not like that. And he did, and sadly, he doesn't have the relationship with Liberty where he can say." I am so sorry. Nope. I fucked this up and I feel I'm really scared right now because our daughter could have gotten hurt. And he, he would never be able to say I'm really that, scared again, right that's now. 16 years of psycho. You know what? Let's make it 21. But I don't think I've ever seen Andre this upset, even more when they were in Moldova. I don't think he's been because this is about his child that he loves very yeah. much. He was completely just like. And the only the only emotional reaction is not fear; it's anger. That's even, the only way he can yes. express himself. And even at first, Becky even says because Libby's kind of like going off on it, and Libby even says, or Becky says, Libby, things like this just happen. It's just going to happen. But or was I that thought, was that Jen? Oh, maybe that was Jen. You, that you, I heard <laughs> someone's voice. I think it was Jen. And then Andre comes in. He's like, well. Maybe you want to call nine one one. I'm terrible father, and, 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 the, and then, then immediately Becky is like, "Wow, you're such a dick," and he is. And just the thing, the, the thing about it is, of course, the family is going to get involved because it, it just it's so terrible that of course they choose this to score points. Yeah, and that was. <laughs> did you notice at the end when Becky is getting in the RV that she stole a roll of toilet paper from the yeah. house? Yeah, and I love that Jen's like, I'm glad she dropped a deuce before, not in this bathroom. <laughs> and I was like, wow, classy. But the fact she just took the roll of toilet paper. <laughs> she gets the toilet paper. Y'all, the kids are already screaming full oh, out on the awful, RV. Awful, awful. That's, oh. it's, it seems like a nightmare to me. And then Becky then shames her sister. And it's like, I think she's just freaked out because you're behaving this way, Libby, and reacting this way. <laughs> I think Jen said that too. That thing one thing too. <laughs> I mean, I know I confuse people a lot, but can you really fault me for confusing them? No, it, they're they're pretty similar in the they're way they similar. in the way they approach things. Um, Let's just get this next part over do it, with. Grandma Jovi, oh, she here, Barbara. I'm here, Barbara Shaw. I'm going to help. We going to hold the baby. We going to see the princess Yara. She going. She don't do do nothing about that move, Shaw. Ooh, I'm from I'm from Metier. 
So I'm going to say something. <laughs> this grandmother sounds exactly like the way you talk. <laughs> and you were right. I've just been waiting for a real, for someone with a real Cajun accent to come on. <laughs> she sounds, I started laughing so hard. Now my you dad, see where it comes from. My dad thought something was wrong with me. Yeah. It sounds exactly the way you do it. <laughs> You've just never really heard. No, someone, I have not. And she's, hers is kind of, hers is not even that bad compared to some people like, if you're in bio country, like I, if you know where like Henderson, Louisiana and like small towns like that. Not I familiar. Once, I went subbed uh, in a high school near okay. Henderson, Louisiana and you could barely understand some of those people. You said, you said subbed, and I immediately I watched you make gay porn because I thought you were going to So I was you. like, yeah, I was his sub one night. I was the sub bottom at Hendersonville. So y'all. Henderson. Same thing. So Yara, um, Yara is at Gwen's house, but she's finally, she's excited to talk to Jovi because Jovi's going to be coming home. And there, and Gwen gets a computer all set up. And y'all. I kind of love Yara and Gwen's relationship because, like, Gwen is – whereas Joby takes it personally, Gwen is just like – Yara's a princess and she's shady, and, and Gwen kind of gives it back to her. But they kind of – I actually think they really like one another. They get along. Um, yeah. But I liked it when she said, you give me your old computer like you're a poor person. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's Yara, and it's interesting because – that kind of type of person is for for me as musicians. I went to when I would go to a music school, pianists, especially violinists. You meet a lot of Russians and Ukrainians. Um, they were in my studios, and they're nor- especially the women. They're very dry. They're very cutting. Uh, that's why to see two people like Julia doesn't feel um, to sometimes to a degree, but uh, Yara is. A lot of a lot of what the Russian Ukrainian women I, who they they usually come from a um, higher socioeconomic class. But Very Yara savvy. does that I think with Gwen because she feels comfortable with Gwen and she yeah. likes her, and so yeah. and I think Gwen knows that too. And so she I don't know what up, happened with Natalie. She's not with it at all. <laughs> she's cuckoo. It's nothing to do with her nationality. She's just cuckoo. So um, and Gwen even says, you know, it's interesting having her sometimes. She's bossy. She a she, bit bossy. She said at one time she just She's raised a little her cup. Bossy. She just raised her cup at me like I'm done. She a little bit bossy, She's She gonna tell says, me how to do. She says it's a lot. So, but she gets a computer set up, and then Yara and Jovi talk, and um, they're they're just kind of like, "How are you? How are you? You know?" And and then Jovi drops a bomb that they just found out that they have to stay for. Three more, more weeks. weeks. Um, three more weeks, and he and won't not be home for Christmas Ugh. until the day after I, Christmas. You know what I wrote? I'm, I'm genuinely upset for Yara I because wrote, I wrote this that, is hard. I wrote, this is a lot for her, y'all. And she has every right to be angry, and yep. she has every right because she says, Jovi, Jovi, you promise. And he's like, I don't promise. I'm like, you did promise. You, We saw you on the video say, I promise you I'll be back and things will get better. And the thing is, Jovi needs He's to so fix. Shitty. I think Jovi. Jovi sometimes reminds me of me a little bit when I'm in my twenties. I didn't want to get people firm boundaries because if I gave them firm boundaries and I didn't meet them, I, I didn't meet those boundaries that I yeah. set. 
I worried about people not liking me and being mad at me, but instead I confused people and I, I don't want you to be mad at me. I, I just, yeah, I don't want you to be mad at me. I confused people and I didn't set clear boundaries. And then they got mad at me anyway yeah. and felt hurt by me. And instead of just saying, I can do this, I can't do this. I have uh, some more bad news that um, I need to, you got to move out of the apartment. Uh, the lease is up and, and I, I don't know how you're going to do it, but you got to go out. I was going to be there for you to do it. Move out uh, of like ASAP. And I what? I don't that, know. I literally leaned in and went, Excuse me. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So y'all, she let's go over this. Yara moved to a country <laughs> uh, that she doesn't know. Yeah. Her boyfriend already, her fiance was already going to be gone. Yep. COVID she's, happened. She couldn't she have the wedding. Baby. Don't forget, she's pregnant. She's pregnant. Yeah. COVID happened, done. and none of her family can come over to see her get married. Pandemic. She has in a pandemic. She has the baby in a then pandemic. She, in a pandemic. Then she gets covid while her husband <laughs> is away and now she has to move i think yara's name should be joe Job. not not yara <laughs> we both said that the same i don't know what poor job it's a lot for yara and i i wanted to get like i wanted to reach through the screen and give her a hug I know. And she would I, say, I felt really she bad would for say her. don't touch me, but I would she try was. to give her a hug. Don't Why touch you, me. Don't touch me. You look fat. Yeah. <laughs> you look sick. Why you eat that? You look sick. I don't eat No, don't touch me. Um, so uh they are she's so basically saying, Well, I'm gonna find some place to live and it'll be it'll be on my terms. She's like he's like, Yeah, don't don't live some it's like I like living in New Orleans. Like, I like, uh, I like being know, near stuff. I like being I near stuff, stuff to go out to the bars, go out to strippers. And she says, Nope, you don't get to make it this <laughs> and you know what? She's I went totally yes! she's one hundred percent valid. She's in the right, yeah. And I think he knows that. Uh, he knows he doesn't have a leg yeah. to stand. And Yara says, I will decide everything on my own. And he, Joby says, I can't blame her. And Yara says, I have to take care of Myla. And then she's, and she says, who will care about her if not me? And I went, <laughs> well Fair. played. She's Fair. already, y'all, she's going to, she's going to, Myla loves her right now. She's going to guilt God, that, that baby kid. looks like Jovi. She's going to guilt Myla <laughs> so bad when she gets older. Oh, it's going to be rough. Um, so y'all, it's moving It's a moving day. day. It's and, moving day, Angie Shrew. It's moving day. Gwen comes over with her mother, Barbara. We don't need to talk about we Barbara that much. She's going to talk about, she's going to, she, Gwen, Gwen, she done none of this done. She got none of this done. Look at that. Look at that. The boxes are everywhere. You don't even talk on, the, you don't even talk on the box. <sighs> wow. You didn't do an artillion. She didn't. Sure. She didn't do a damn she didn't do a goddamn thing. Y'all, and I know that Yara has a lot. She has She's a baby. A princess, but, yeah. But I also know people that have had babies that have packed shit and moved. It's a lot. But y'all, she did nothing. She did nothing, and she's taken advantage of the fact that uh, she's taken advantage of the fact that she's been left by her husband in her country, which yes. can't say I wouldn't do. <laughs> no. Um, she didn't do shit. Uh, and as Barbara says, she used the baby to do nothing. To do nothing. <laughs> I literally wrote phonetically. And she goes, she used the baby to do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. The movers are here. Um, and she's very excited because 
She's gonna be forty five <laughs> minutes away from New Orleans. Uh, y'all, they're they're in a suburb. Um, but y'all, they're and I learned this probably from like when Mandeville I, or something. Well, I learned this from when I watched Southern Charm New Orleans. I really liked that show. I wish that was back. But um, uh, y'all, this is across the bridge. Yeah. Which, but that's a big deal in New Orleans. Like, there's at least the way they talked about on the show. It's kind of like people in L.A. And you can speak more to this, but it's like the Valley versus L.A. Like, if you move over the hills to the Valley, it's seen as like a big, like you're either leaving a part of your life behind, or it's a different. It's a different. Just no, kind of, you're you're right. I never I never lived in New Orleans, so I didn't know too much of that. I was in school in Baton Rouge. But as somebody but like, but I'm asking you, and I'm imagining, and you can tell me if I'm hitting it right or not. For someone like Jovi, who's always lived in New Orleans, no, to it'll, live be, it'll be on the weird. Others, that's going to be really hard. No, because for him. if you live in New Orleans, the whole city is right there. There's always something interesting. It's it's one of those cities that's. Uh, I kind of understand though uh, why Yara's Yara and New Orleans don't mix. She thinks it's dirty. She doesn't. If, if you don't like, if you're not, you don't like a culture with a, that is big into eating, drinking, and kind of partying. You're not going to love New Orleans. It's just not for you. Yeah, you can like some of the architecture, but if you're <laughs> If you're, let's say, if your favorite meal is sautéed chicken breasts and broccoli, you're not going to love New Orleans the way. And you and you don't drink. You, you might you might have a good time for like three or four days, but it's the city for indulging. And yeah, yeah, you just it's just some people hate New Orleans. I love New Orleans. I love it. Yeah, I, I love the people. Um, I did too. I love the, the people were very. Very, very nice there. Like, a, yeah, it's a culture it, that really loves life and, yeah. and revels joyous. in life. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. We're fans. We'll do and a all, live. And all we're the, gonna oh, do yeah, a live. We are. If when we do a live show in New Orleans, <laughs> we're have gonna to have security no. uh, tailing me. <laughs> we're gonna have <laughs> to show up. <laughs> yep, I thought we're gonna have to fly there, land, and go directly to the live <laughs> show on a Friday night, and then stay in the city for the rest of the weekend because food will gonna be gone. Uh huh. Oh, I'm gonna be out there having a line up of boys. Maybe Le Bon Temps Rouge. 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 I'm here, yeah. boys. <laughs> um, I'm back in town. It's like Dolly. <laughs> oh, it's boys, I'm back. Hello. Poodle. Poodle. Hello. I'm like going down a staircase. <laughs> Boy, like, what's that? It smells like asshole. In here. It smells like it smells like used tires. Poodle, poodle, it's it's poodle. Poodle's back in town, y'all. I take my 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 stole. I will say, I just want to say once, even Joey, or they're already setting up. Gwen's like, I don't blame where she lived. It's the best place for her. Joby's gonna Joby's have a hard gonna time hate it. it. Uh, and 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 Mama Barbara says, "Oh, ooh, you you right, child. They go snatch that baby up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you keep that baby safe, <laughs> y'all. That's the show. Oh, I've been waiting for. I know. I've been waiting for someone like Barbara the entire time Jovi and Yara have been I on. I appreciated this for you. <laughs> you deserve it. I'm this. so glad that you hear finally. <laughs> like, and I'm telling you, Barbara is kind of middle of the road. Like, if you're, oh, if you're in sure real, real bayou country, um, 
like in the the French is is sometimes heavier, but that that's a pretty typical idea of like a Cajun accent of someone who were in their fifties and sixties. That's what you would hear. Y'all, I'm excited for next episode because we are going to be talking about Julia's gym audition, <laughs> and it was an audition. Very, Very sexy, and that queen who was just oh, watching her. Save oh. it, save it, <laughs> y'all. That's the episode for today. Um, again, this is on Sunday night. Our next episode is going to air on Monday night at you eleven. Get them a day 11 earlier, y'all. Yeah, you're going to get them a day earlier. That so, y'all. That's it from now on. Well, we hope everybody rejoice. Things might happen in our oh, life, God. but hopefully, at least Can for a little you bit. Feel a brand new day. Um. 90 Day Fiance is going to air. And then after that, you know what? Actually, um, 90 Day airs. What time does it end on Sunday Sunday night? Depends on what time zone we'll, you're in. We'll put it up 11, 11 West Coast time. So yeah. that way we'll make sure everything is aired. So we'll go at 11, 11 West Coast time. Yeah, so that'll go be, up on Sunday. Yeah. yeah, we need to make sure. All I, of I our wanna... times are West Coast. Yeah. So yeah, on Sunday night, y'all, and then the next episode on Monday, Hey, go to realitygazepodcast.com. If you haven't left a five-star five star review on Apple Podcast, what's stopping you, y'all? Please do that for us. That would be so lovely. Nothing makes Poodle happier. Uh, we are talking about Too Hot to Handle on the $5 tier. It dropped <laughs> this weekend, so we've already put um, I, two, maybe four episodes by the time you listen to this. Yeah, we put two, definitely two. Um, we do want to say, y'all. podcast, but they're real dumb. <laughs> they're real dumb. Also, y'all, I have to say, I think this season of Lalu is going to be one of the best already. Oh, it's so good. God. A, a pickle, pickle meets uh, her forever fiancé. Oh, I can't um, wait to see Pickle meeting her forever. <laughs> oh, it's gonna, That's on the $8 tier on our reality gaze. Maybe they're married. I don't know. He don't did. Know. He did. I think that's the one who used a tattoo to propose. And there's like the one, him, the one woman who went in the prison and she was very feminine looking and like long blonde hair. And she says, I We've look like a boy a now. And I said that she looks, <laughs> I bet she looks like Lori Petty in Tank Girl. And I she was does. right. She does. I was well, right. I don't know. It's a. She looks like a real, like a, like a, like a the 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 Walmart brand version of Lori Petty. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> the great value, Lori Petty. So lots of stuff coming, y'all. Be sure to check it out. And also remember now for our Buy Curious episode drops on the five dollar tier for our Patreon and Supercast sissies. From now on, we moved it from the eight to the five. So that will be to coming out. This just week. say one thing to destroy you. Um, to, to finish this, I talked with someone who worked with Lori Petty and says she is not a lesbian. Really? No. And she, in, in fact, she when they worked with her, she talked a lot about black men. And oh. so you have a lot more in common. And <laughs> well, maybe I, you know, women can act whichever way they want, and I shouldn't stereotype you should. them. You, I you agree. I shame people, on you. People don't stereotype us. Not at all. <laughs> Y'all, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love, poodle, and all the wrong, wrong places? <sighs> yes. Um, and if you find oh. yourself down there, Mary Louisa, you come to see Bob. You come to see Mama Barbara. I'm going to kick you up some nice crawdy. We're going to some fricassee. We're going to have some nice beignets. We're going to listen to Volto Rulation. Woo-hoo. Call us. <laughs> Sip
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 